This is the Odd Father podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court. Greetings, Dr. Pete Court. It's good to see another baffling person or baffled person on the other side of the desk. And hello, Pastor Chris Matthews, a man who, as we know, loves God, but you also find God baffling. Indeed. And I've, I've, I've got a baffling question for you, something that comes up um, on social media, on, on mm. television, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But one of the questions I think that a lot of people struggle with is, as Christians, how do we justify mm. uh, ignoring some of the laws of the Old Testament and yet taking to, <laughs> to heart some of the others, specifically in uh, a book that we like to call Leviticus? <laughs> the, the, the law of the, the – was it the Levites? The, is that Leviticus? The, yes. The, the Levitical priests and all them and they come up with all these laws for the – for the Jewish people on how not to do stuff. It's one of the um, least read books of the Bible. Oh, it should be. It should be though, because it's very funny. They've, I mean, I, I, I did when you said you were going to throw Leviticus at me. I didn't. I didn't know what you were going to do, so I went and had a look at some of the things. There's, there's, there's laws against eating fat. Yes. Which, uh, come on, crackling. That's fat, isn't it? It is. That's the best bit. Yeah. Eat, eating blood, um, which all the Scots are going to hate because they're the black pudding and the yes. and the haggis. Well, Tut- Touching an unskin, an unclean animal. Now, I, I have heard it put that that means football's out. Yes. Made of pigskin. Pigskin. Um, letting your hair become unkempt. Ooh. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Tearing your clothes. Welcome to the 21st century jeans look. Ooh. Oh, gosh, yes. I, I do remember standing, look, standing in church watching the singers up front thinking, oh, dear. Tattoos, body uh, piercings, oh, yeah, all sorts yeah. of things. And not it, eating cheeseburgers. And why not cheeseburgers? Because you're mixing dairy. Oh, you're mixing meat. dairy and, mm. yeah, and meat. Um, eating, the t- eating or touching the carcass of flying insects with four legs. How would you know? <laughs> How would you actually know? I, I mean, obviously didn't have motorcycles in those days because <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll, had a few of those smack me fair in the face. Smearing flying insects on your face mask. Going to church within 33 days after giving birth to a boy or going to church after 66 days after giving birth to a girl. Ooh. So there you go. Who, who thought there was such a thing as misogyny in the Bible? Um, and some of the more obvious ones, yeah. giving your children to be sacrificed to Molech. Um, there are also laws in there against having sex with an animal. Huh. Uh, mm. Making idols of metal gods. Hands up all the Led Zeppelin fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Black Sabbath. Reaping to the very edges of the field, mixing fabrics in clothing. There's all these things. There's all these rules. Yeah. How do we, how do we pick which ones we, we keep? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. I don't. You don't keep any of them? I don't keep any of them. No, actually, probably don't. I probably don't. And logically, I don't. I think the Ten Commandments at the beginning, there's some really good logic in them. They make a lot of sense. And I can't see any of the Ten Commandments mm. actually being outdated. Well, because, of course, they don't just appear in Leviticus. No. Because well, I think they first the, appear in Deuteronomy. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and are, are replicated basically sort of in, in sort of Jesus mirrors them in the Sermon on the Mount somehow, doesn't he, mm. with the, with the um, blessed are and the, all that, that, that sort of yes. bounces off the Twelve and off of the, the Ten Commandments and says, you know, they're, they're still there. He even drives go, go further. deeper yeah. into some of them. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Committing so, adultery just by thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. so those things, those things I'm, I'm quite willing to listen to. The Levitical things I think were there for a different reason um, and I think that 
this is really tricky because I think those reasons have gone. So does that mean we throw out the bathwater and the baby with the four-legged insects? <laughs> so what, so, what sort so of baths have you been taking? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, uh, one of the things I think first, and, and this, here, this is uh, one of those points that people don't like to talk about, is that we think of the Bible as the book of, um, especially the, the Torah, because mm. Torah means law. Right. Um, but the, the, the first five the first books five, of the Bible yeah. are actually are books or scrolls, if you like, about the law. Mm. The, act, the Torah, it, it's, it's about the law. It's not the law. It's not right. big enough for the law. Oh. Um, the Jews had many more laws that are oh, not dear. in the book about the law. Okay. Um, it's actually written just to, to let people know about the sort of things that were the laws mm. of the Jewish people. Mm. And a lot were added to and there are Jewish books of law mm. whose names I'd, I won't pronounce because I'll get them wrong. Um, <laughs> and and so it, it's not the book of, of the law. It's mm. not actually it's, – it's a book that talks to us about the laws and how they were, mm. they were actually enacted. Uh, and because of that, because of this, this – I think idea that a lot of people have had about you know this is the law mm. they've read it like God said uh, uh, God said mm. and this is this is how it should be mm. um, without and there's quite a lot of nuances that for instance there's, there's a there's a great law that people had that um, uh, if you had butchered an animal which basically meant becoming unclean you uh, had to sit on the edge of the camp for seven days because you were unclean right and I think in our view. This idea of unclean mm. uh, speaks of sinning mm. and wrongdoing, yeah. um, and that the people had yeah. somehow, in touching this animal, they were had been naughty and were being punished. But the actual right. uncleanliness was right. ritual uncleanliness. There was no, no, nothing about the people themselves that was wrong or bad or their actions were wrong or bad. It just so happened that because they'd done this particular act, they were not allowed in, in the tent or the tabernacle right. or anywhere right. that worshipped right. God because yep. that was a, a, rich, a ceremonial thing, if you right. like. In fact, so much so that um, because of this law, somebody thought that, well, what, what happens at Passover? If somebody's actually oh, yeah, done something yeah. wrong at Passover, mm. and so they actually passed the law to say that the people who are unclean at Passover could do Passover at some yeah, other but it time. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't they'd done something wrong. No. Yeah. And I, I think as and you I think mentioned this that. This is where we get confused. Yeah. Some of the laws and some of the the restrictions are not because of wrongdoing. Mm. They're just ceremonial. Yeah. And we don't have those ceremonies anymore. Yeah. But I also think there's an element of this and, and as you mentioned that, I, I think that the the one I mentioned there, um going to church within thirty three days after giving birth to a boy or sixty six days of giving birth to a girl. In, in the actual, in yeah, why do girls Olympic, get special treatment? In that? Well, that's a very good question. Yeah. In in the in the um, in the actual in Leviticus, where it says Leviticus twelve, I think it points out that um, thirty three days after giving birth to a boy, but you can go after six days if you have carried out these particular cleanliness right. um, purifying things. And it strikes me that the handling dead bodies, handling um, carcasses, killing things. Um, giving birth, perhaps it's not so much unclean as unhealthy. Mm. And I think if you have a look through those rules about what you're not meant to do, touching an unclean animal, uh, letting your hair become unkempt, eating fat or eating blood, these are actually health things. Mm. 
I mean, well, you even c- eating shellfish. Eating shellfish goes off very quickly, and they're bottom dwellers. So any yeah. any badness in the water gets sucked up, which is why oysters are such a questionable thing. And sorry to our oyster farmer brothers and sisters, love oysters, but they are filters. Mm. They filter out all the anything bad in the water. So I wonder whether we have got un- they had they had unclean because you know if people do these unclean things and they get sick and die. Mm. But for us, it simply means unhealthy. Yes. And but to put that into perspective, the image I have in my head is of everybody, every one of us a few years ago on a bus wearing a mask because mm. we were all unclean. Yes. Mm. Um, and we had done nothing to deserve we hadn't, it. We didn't deserve it. We hadn't done anything wrong. Yeah. Um, it's just un, unclean, unhealthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's that. There were also civil laws which right. – uh, which were put in there to help them run their society. Right. And, of course, those change all the time. Mm. We don't have the same civil laws because our society is quite different mm. than it was. And the third one, of course, was moral laws. And when we read Leviticus, sometimes it's very hard to pick, you know, which one is is putting two different pieces of cloth together to make clothes, a moral law. Mm. Or, or is it a health thing? <laughs> or is oh. it just because the... Uh, the Weavers Guild did not like the uh, yeah, um, yeah. Knitters Guild. Is it like a tax thing? Or, yeah. yeah. Interesting, um, interesting. And it's, it's interesting also because a, a, a lot of the problems in Leviticus come with the fact that people say, well, why are you so strict on moral codes mm. uh, and yet you ignore those? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess one of the things that's interesting is that the, uh, the moral codes, especially the ones in the Ten Commandments, mm. uh, predate Leviticus. Yeah. I mean, it's, for instance, murder. Mm. I mean, Cain murdered Abel, yeah. and there wasn't. There was there no ten commandments. It, no. There were no nothing. No. But we know that they knew mm. that, that it was wrong. Mm. Right? So this this sort of thing, although incorporated into the law, predates it. Mm. So I think moral, a lot of the moral law has a, a strength and a, a, <clears throat> a relevance to it mm. that is, in some ways, mm. uh, outside of that law. All right, I am going to throw you under the bus now. You ready? Right. All right, so we, we've looked at the Old Testament laws and they're, they're old and they, they maybe don't matter to us so much anymore and they had different purposes and different means and it was a different time. And at the time, God said, or the law said, homosexuality, people who commit homosexuality are evil or whatever it was. I, I don't even know what it says anymore. But the church has really jumped on board this and has really gone with that. I mean, the, just the, the the gay marriage thing a few years ago. It was it was like the churches versus the rest of the world for some reason. Mm. What what's that about? Um, <laughs> and how should how no? Let me be fair. How should we read that? Uh, in context, um, that's one of those things. There's there's a huge amount of theological argument mm. about that. And to be fair. Leviticus is not the only place that this is mentioned. Mm-hmm. It is actually something that comes up in the New Testament yep. as well. Um, and now it's it's one of these things, I guess, that, that has developed into a, a very narrow definition of, of who people are mm. and how they behave. Um, there's, a, there's an argument that says that in the Old Testament it was – often talking about uh, either a ritual or a rape-type scenario mm-hmm. that occurred um, and that 
Um, so, so like a temple practice almost in, in uh, yeah. pagan temples. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the story that um, Roman soldiers, for instance, oh, right. used yeah. to take small boys with them to, to war because women were too frail um, okay. and uh, <coughs> used them uh, for sexual relief, right. uh, which was, was part of the um, growing up. The Roman culture, of, yeah. Of yeah. Their, their culture. Yeah. Now, to us, that's fairly abhorrent. Mm. Um, but there's this this whole idea that what uh, Leviticus talks about and what Paul talks about in the New Testament is uh, this whole idea of forcible or underage uh, relationships. So pedophilia, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 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 rape. Where, whereas the Bible does not take into account the idea of loving homosexual right. relationships. Right. Um, right. Unfortunately, there's no evidence for that at all. Um, the the arguments I think right, for right. that are, are either non-existent because we don't know, yeah. um, and I think it's a bit silly to say that over the thousands of years of civilization that uh, that that sort of relationship is is new. A loving homosexual uh, yeah. relationship, yeah, because yeah. um, yeah. they've been around forever. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think that's uh, one of those. Um, laws mm. that talks, and, and I and I guess this is this is where we struggle with it in our uh, in our current um, cultural and touchy feely climate. Mm. Uh, it's it's actually highlights very much behaviour mm. rather than uh, inclination or or attraction. Mm. Um, and I think and it's what you do rather than why. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it comes back to a, a thing yeah. which I think affects all sexuality mm. uh, and not um, homosexuality specifically or even particularly, mm. uh, the idea of abstinence. Mm. Uh, very old-fashioned terms which means don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really applies to as, as much if not more to heterosexual mm. behaviour mm. in our current culture than, than homosexual behaviour. And you're behavior. saying that, that should, we should do more of that? More of less. More, more, um, more, more of not. Um, th- I think that is what is being advocated. Right, is abstinence. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. And yeah. I think that th- that as a viable option has actually been uh, or is mm. touted as being removed from our current yeah. cultural options. Yeah. So sort of the, the concept, and I know a lot of churches have talked about non-practising homosexuals. And and yeah, yeah. I I I, I kind of get where you're coming from. I'm not sure about this yet because I'm not homosexual. Hmm. Well, I've, I've got. I'm not sure about it either. I'm, I'm not sure about it, and I don't think anybody is. But I, I and I know people who are, and they're great mates, uh, and I love them dearly. Hmm. But um, what the Bible says about that, I I don't think that I think in the for me, it, I put it into the same pot with all the other Leviticus stuff. It's like. At that time, yes, that was different. Um, I still think that there are probably very strong health reasons and mental health reasons why homosexuality was not is not God's plan. Mm. And I think that's that that I do still think is solid. I don't think homosexuality was in God's original plan. I think that's something that we've put in. Yeah. Now, of course, I think the thing that in in when we state something like that, mm. that people uh, immediately will jump to is that the fact that you, you we hate. Homosexual. Um, homosexuals, no, which couldn't be further from the no. truth. I have a a, no. a, a sister who is mm. gay. I, I love dearly, mm. um, and 
I do not judge her behaviour. Mm. Um, a, she's not a practising Christian. Um, B, she's a lovely person. Mm. Um, and my my moral stand on that does not involve forcing her to follow my mm. moral precepts. Mm. Um, and I think people people struggle with this idea that you can agree to disagree, yeah. Uh, yeah. which I think is is sad because you know, a century or more ago, the idea of having friends who whose ideas, morals, yeah. concepts were totally different to yours was commonplace. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. And I, I don't think there's 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 not an, an easy, simple answer to it. Other than I think what you've just said is that I completely disagree. I would never want to live my life like that. But I love you completely. Mm. I totally love you. You're just a wonderful human being. Not not you, Chris. But I'm imagining. Oh, you thanks. Know, my, I mean, you are too. But uh, you know, <laughs> yes. My my friends who are gay and who live like that's fine. I, I I'm not going to. But mm. I love you, and yes. that's that's what matters. And uh, yeah, and so it's it's one of those things where to stand on one's beliefs is not to stand on somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> nicely. Um, and, and what is the belief you're standing on? Are mm. you believing in that the laws in Leviticus were what to be believed or do you believe that God is love? Mm. And that's those beliefs in this case are opposite. Wow. Well, that, that really gets into the… Oh, different. Uh, yeah. Um, that, for instance, that discipline and love are two sides of the same coin. God disciplines us but he loves us. Mm. There are some things he'd rather we did some things he'd rather we didn't do Mm. Um, but that doesn't alter the love side of the coin Um, and I think this is something that we we forget Uh, parents never do Mm. Uh, love involves disciplining your kids and the fact that not disciplining them would show a a total lack of love Mm. is something that adults as adults I think we forget but and this is where it falls apart then isn't it it's not my job to discipline somebody for their lifestyle. Mm, exactly. It's my job to love. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us, podcast at theoddfather.net or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net and check all the socials there and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time and keep asking those questions.